0: Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning into the Brain Hickey Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. So this weekend, I got a message from a listener of the podcast named Angel, and Angel and I connected on LinkedIn, I don't even know how long ago, but we've developed quite a nice relationship on LinkedIn. Neither of us have done business together, but we uh, have, have sort of collaborated and bounced ideas back and forth, but most importantly, we both we both love to read, and we've been swapping book recommendations and resources, and it started one day, Angel uh, sent me this thing on, on audible.com, you know, the... Uh, audiobook site and it he shared a book with me so I was able to get the book for free and it saved me fifteen bucks and I was like blown away and I've for ever <laughs> since you know thought of Angel when I listened to the book. And the other day I'm I'm out and about uh with my wife. It's it late in the evening. Some for some reason I checked LinkedIn on my phone because I turned notifications off and I see a message. So I open it up and it's Angel and Angel says hey can you send me your mailing address? I'd like to send you a book in July and first of all planted the seed i got excited and i was like man this guy and i we've never even met and we haven't even done business together and he's been super helpful and super memorable and then it got me thinking about brain hickeys and leaving that long lasting memorable mark on your audience or your customers your clients and it inspired this podcast which was about the art of client appreciation things you can do to show your appreciation to customers and clients and, and how that not only creates that long-lasting, memorable impression, it gets people to chat about you, it it builds loyalty, and it, I mean, just from a, a selfish standpoint, it makes doing business with people fun. You know, it's, it's fun to give gifts, it's, it's fun to see people's reactions. So I want to share a quick anecdote with you. Um, I got my oil changed, let's say about five years ago, at a small mechanic shop in Wisconsin when I used to live there. And two weeks later, I got a handwritten note from the owner thanking me for bringing my vehicle to him for an oil change. Can you believe that? And to this day, I can't even tell you how many times I shared that story. Now, the level of service at the shop was nothing amazing. I mean, it was good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just good. But then I got this letter in the mail and I was like, holy smokes. This was like the nicest gesture in the world. And of course, I mentioned it the next time I went in. And there was some semblance of, of loyalty. And most importantly, I'm still talking about it to this day. And it was the first mechanic that I've seen do that. And when I was in the contracting field as a, in the in-home sales industry, my, the company I was with, we were, we were inquiring into another company for some consulting. All we did was just kind of chat with them and meet, right? Two weeks later, a box shows up in the mail. I can't even tell you how many items. I'm holding a cup of coffee in my hand right now. And they had coffee mugs. I'm not holding the one that they sent with their logo on it. They had bottle openers, can koozies, and there was some other classier stuff. And I don't remember the details of everything that was in there, but what I remember is that it was a very impressive showing, and it was just their way of saying thank you for taking the time to meet. So it really wowed wowed us. You know, it was more of like a a wow appreciation package. And that was before we even did business with them. Now, given doing business with them was a forty thousand dollar purchase, so that <laughs> you know comes into consideration when we're talking about sizing. So before we get into some examples of other Uh, customer appreciation gifts, let's talk about why we use them. Whenever you give someone a gift, there becomes a social obligation of giving something back, right? Now, if you did someone a favor, there's a much higher likelihood of them doing a favor to you. So I don't know, two weeks ago, my friend Miles calls me up and says, hey, man, I'm going to be out of town. Is there any way you can sneak by my house to let my dogs out and get them some exercise Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the afternoon? It's a sure thing. So we, we go out there, we let his dogs out, and he says, hey, can I you know, buy you a couple beers, take you to dinner or whatever? I said, dude, don't worry about it. Next time my dogs need some help, it be awesome for you to, to help me out. And uh, I don't know, a month goes by, my wife and I are going to be out of town, we needed someone to stop by, check on the house. I said, hey, we'll ask Miles. And not only did it make me feel good to help Miles, even though he asked for the favor, but then he gives the favor back, and there's no social, you know... Uh, awkwardness or obligation. It's just people want to help you when you help them. So now all of a sudden in the business context, when I give a gift to someone, there becomes this social obligation of reciprocity, right? And that's uh, Robert Cialdini's uh, Art of Influence. One of his Uh, Top six influencers is what he calls reciprocity. So I do something for you, you do something for me. Now imagine you're shopping for a car, you haven't made a decision. The salesman sends you a nice gift, a really kind gesture. It emphasizes his level of care and service. He stands out from his competitors. And maybe you're about to buy the vehicle, pricing's close. Who do you maybe wanna go with? right? The guy that had the good service. And it's no different than in the, one of my last podcasts recently, we talked about going out to eat, you know, it's kind of this, it's more about the food, it's it's about the experience, it's about how someone treats you that makes you want to go back. And I talked about the an example where I went out for a meal, food was mediocre, but the service was top notch. Uh, it was a local restaurant here in town. And, you know, it was like, if I were to go back out to eat, I'd rather go there, it was, it was a nicer place, more expensive But the the server was super memorable. Southern guy, Southern charm, walked up, made jokes, always checked in on you and and just blew your socks off in the attention. And it made me want to go back. Likewise, there's another nice restaurant in town I went to and the food was better, but the service was subpar and our server disappeared. I'm more likely to go back to the place with good service. Same concept as that gift, right? Someone treats you a certain way, you want to treat them the same way back. So even such things as Chewy.com. So if you're an animal owner, pet owner, Chewy.com, they were, my wife started ordering our food, dog food and cat food from them on a, a subscription service right when they got in business, I believe, years ago. And on the holidays, we got a handwritten note signed by the president of the company. Now you and I both know from a business standpoint, could it have been him? Might it have been someone else? Yeah, of course it could have been, but who cares? The point is there was a handwritten note Prepared to say thanks for buying your your pet food from us. Have an incredible holiday season. I mean th- that is that is powerful, right? Super super powerful. So what I did uh, last year for my clients, and I like to do I like to do something unique around the holidays. And it doesn't matter what holidays they celebrate. The point is, and truthfully, I like to deliver these in the New Year's because around the New Year, because everybody celebrates the New Year. It's it's a ritual for pretty much everybody. And I sent a. Here's what I did. One of my clients specifically, we've also swapped book recommendations. So I said, hey, I know he listens to audiobooks, and I know that when you're on the fly, it's tough and your Bluetooth only goes in one ear. So I got these really nice Bose uh, wireless Bluetooth athletic headphones. So while you're walking or exercising or biking or whatever it is, you can have those wireless Bluetooth headphones in it and listen to audiobooks. So I purchased those, got them delivered, and I also purchased him an audiobook that I thought he'd like on Amazon, and I sent them to him. But here's what I did. I've always made my, my uh, gifts relatively anonymous, and then I kind of send a surprise. I just make a little fun thing about it. So for each of my clients this, this holiday season, or last holiday season, I know it was seven months ago now, I filmed a just on my webcam A appreciation letter of what we've done over the last year or two years together and where we're going and how I've enjoyed working with them and what specifically I've enjoyed working with them about. Excuse me, what about them I've enjoyed working with, them and their team. And I sent that Uh, basically as an e-card. Now, normally, I really enjoy using the thank you notes. In my briefcase, I keep a pad of thank you notes and stamps. So if I meet with someone, I can fill out a thank you note for their time, pop it in the mail. And that has a a way more wow factor. Now, it's funny, you know, we could pop online, right, and just craft up a quick email. Hey, thanks for meeting with me. It was great. But everyone knows it's easy. That's like the standard protocol these days. But there's something magical about the mail. There's something magical that happens when when you see someone's um, signature it, it, it puts them it, you can almost feel their personality through reading their handwriting and my handwriting is awful but <laughs> you know maybe maybe it says something about my personality but anyway there's something magical that happens and people know that it takes more time and it's a very deliberate practice and people aren't accustomed to getting notes in the mail you know you get cards in the mail around occasions and that's it right anniversary Uh, birthdays, holidays, holiday cards, things like that, but no one just sends a card in the mail. And that is a massive, massive wow factor. So when I filmed this little screen video uh, using my webcam, it was a personalized letter that took longer than crafting an email, and they got to see my face and connect with me one-on-one, and I found that those personal touches are more important. So let's talk about some gifts that you can do. First off, price makes zero difference whatsoever. It, it doesn't matter. Now, I bought my clients these nice headphones and some audiobooks and stuff like that. I think it worked out to 100 to $200 or something like that, right? It's not going to break the bank. I know it adds up when you add it, when you send it to everybody, but think about what your customer's and your clients are going to feel when they open it. And the business that you guys do together is very meaningful. So don't be shy to spend a little bit of money on this because truthfully, in the long run, it makes a really, really, really big difference. It is probably one of the most profound ways to leave a brain hickey, that memorable mark on your audience. Now, whether you're doing B2B or business to consumer, think very clearly about what, what can send your appreciation. And again, it doesn't need to be Uh, of high monetary value. I gave the example of a mechanic who left me, who wrote just a simple thank you note, right? And that's it. And oftentimes I'll follow up after I send a thank you note with an email. Now, why do I do that? It's not to be needy or naggy. It's because People like me, I check my mail once every three weeks. I I despise mail. Uh, That being said, I love getting thank you notes. I just don't check my mail that often. So I want to make sure that people got it. So I'll shoot just a really quick email after, I don't know, say five days once it got delivered saying, hey, um, really appreciate the time together. I sent you an old fashioned snail mail letter. Hope you got it. And that's it. I don't ask for a response. I just want to say, hope you got it. Because every now and again, you know mail has gotten lost, <laughs> and you, you fat finger something, you, you write the wrong address, whatever it is. I just want to make sure that they got it. Uh, and again, it's just another another touch point. So in the uh, thank you notes, it's important to use a few things. One is to first thank them for their business. Two is express your, your gratitude for the relationship. And three is to set the expectations moving forward. That's kind of the formula that I like to use. So if I were to sit down and meet with a prospective client, I'm going to say, hey, you know, let's use this fictitious mic. Hey, Mike, uh, thank you so much for spending the time with me last Tuesday. It was really great to see you and get a tour of your office. Now, what I do like to do is use a plug, mention something very specific to our meeting. That you know, uh, what would it be? The conference table in your meeting room was absolutely exquisite. That woodworker is incredible, period. So something about their office or hope the kids are feeling better. Hope your trip to Hawaii is going to be great. Whatever it is, something specific to your meeting. And then again, expressing the gratitude. I really look forward to the potential of working together to serve all your copywriting and blah, blah, blah needs. And then at the end, setting the expectation of what's yet to come. And for me, it's usually when the next contact is going to be. I'm going to prime that person for when we're going to be in touch again i look forward to following up with you in a week or i look forward to talking again at our next meeting on tuesday whatever it is so again the formula and i forgot that one little important piece in the first go around uh first thank them for their time second is to mention something specific about your meeting with them or your your business dealings you know even from the mechanic standpoint you're co- mentioning something specific about their car their cleanliness that you were surprised at how clean it was whatever it is uh down to uh, expressing your gratitude of, of your working relationship and then setting the expectations moving forward And if you're if they're already a client or a customer you know we look forward to continuing your dog food subscription needs or whatever it is like from chewy um, Now with the other gifts r- the more that you can create some for some excuse me some form of a personal bond and make that gift feel extremely extremely personable, the more powerful it is and it doesn't even need to be that. Incredible. Now think about it. Every time you go to the dentist, they give you what? You get a little goodie bag when you leave. Now I traveled and I've lived in different places. I've seen multiple different dentists. They all do the same thing. You get your toothbrush, you get a little mini travel toothpaste, you get a flossy th- flossing thingy, whatever. You get like the same little goodie bag. None of it's customized, none of it's personalized, but it's just like here. And I get it, right? They're promoting tooth health and, and oral care, oral hygiene, all that. But the important thing is, is I'm, I'm betting you that a large part of that is trying to make you feel good after you've been there, right? It's a little gift. So how can you personalize that gift and the dental office can be really tough to personalize you'll have to dig deep there (laughs) i'll have to give that one some thought too maybe the next podcast we will chime in with some gifts for dental offices Um, but you want to do something personable for your audience now i know it's more difficult let's say you've got a database or customers in excess of a thousand you can't customize each one, right? You can't say, okay, my customer Peggy likes kittens and the other one likes giraffes and we're gonna customize the letters. No, you can't do that. But you do know your target market, you know what they like, you know it would be a meaningful little little gesture or note to, to send out. Um, the other thing that you can do if you are more of a boutique type business, like my business, um, or one of my businesses, you know your customers pretty well, you have a relationship and you can customize your different gifts. Now, one of my old referring clients, when I was in the in-home sales industry, he referred us around $400,000 of work a year. I mean, that's a, that's a big relationship. So we did a lot of things for him and I knew he loved golf and I knew he was super, super busy all the time. So i treated him to around 18 holes of golf for him and a friend and a gift card to spend at the clubhouse, you know, for food or drink or whatever while I was on the course. So now not only does that say thank you, Uh, in a monetary way and obviously as you know if you golf it's not it's not cheap but when he's golfing it's a treat and the whole time he's going to think about us and we scratch his back he scratches ours again that uh, that uh, principle of reciprocity so even as simple, there was a, uh, an old friend of mine who his company would put together a spoof goofy video around the holidays and they would film the office and all the personnel and send it out as a broadcast to everybody. And it was a cute touch, right? You know, it really is a cute touch to, to kind of bring that um, company culture out to your entire audience. And that can be distributed beyond your clients, but it's not as personable. Uh, as as a gift, right? It doesn't, it's not something that they're going to touch, hold, and feel. And I really think that tangible items, even a letter, so don't think tangible is inexpensive, but even that tangible letter is more meaningful. Uh, the other thing too uh, is little things that someone can use and keep or Keep is great. And think of people's kids. You know, we, we've done um, can koozies, which I know are really like overly used and popular, but they work really well. People hang on to them. I have a whole drawer. Uh, we have a little RV. I keep them in the RV. I keep some in the house. When people are over, if we're having a barbecue, you get the koozies out, you know, things like that. We did uh, magnetic uh, can openers that would stick to the fridge. Uh, little little things that don't get thrown out because too many of the the branded apparel ends up in the trash. So even if it's not you know, totally relevant to your brand and what you're doing. But if you can give that give someone something that's actually got some some use and some practical application, they're going to hang on to it. And when they see it, they're going to thank you. So that's what we got for the art of client and customer appreciation. Next time you have a, take on a new client, you've got holiday season coming around, think of that, that gift that client appreciation gift, forget monetary value, that's gonna leave that brainy, that long-lasting mark in your audience to get them to chat about your business. And, and I, I bet you, when you send these gifts, you're gonna wow people and they're gonna start talking about you, and I've had People that I blindsided, I sent those Bose ear earphones out to a number of people, and they were like blown away, like wow, you, I can't believe. Thank you so much. And when I would get stuff like that, because one of my clients, actually the one I sent the earbuds to, he sent me an Amazon Echo for my birthday. I didn't even know he knew it was my birthday, and it came anonymous. I I had to like reach out and like, you didn't happen to send me this? And he's like, yeah, I did. And every time I saw it, I was like, wow, that was so nice of him, you know. And all of a sudden, even though I know this guy, I've worked with him for two years. He's got a great team. He sends me an Amazon Echo. I can't even tell you how many people I told about it. And, and it, it made a, a strong, strong impression on me. So, uh, the art of customer appreciation give gifts, gives from, give from the heart, and connect and bond with your audience. It will pay its dividends over and over again. And plus, it makes doing business a whole lot of fun. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Brain Hickey podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.